This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Liam Makem, KCBS Foodie Chap, Mr. Digby's, 24th Street, Noe Valley, San Francisco. Kristen and Mike McCaffrey, good to see you guys. How you doing? Doing great. Happy to be here. Doing great. Thanks so much for coming. I am honored to be here. You're in my neighborhood on 24th Street. You know, when I come here, I just follow my nose. My nose leads me here to the good stuff, to the good food. We're going to talk food. We're going to talk cocktails. But first, what's behind the name? Mr. Digby's. Who's Mr. Digby? Uh, Mr. Digby was my family dog uh, growing up uh, in Burlingame. He was uh, a rescue, and he quickly became like a celebrity in our neighborhood he had hip dysplasia so he didn't move around a lot Aww. so he would sit outside on the lawn and our neighbors would come up and pet him and he was a fixture at all of our kids soccer games growing up and we really wanted to name the restaurant after somebody we wanted to be somebody's yeah. and i was like we're not calling it mike's we're not calling it <laughs> yeah. mr mr mike's mr mike's <laughs> miss christian there are enough yeah. mike's out there we didn't need a restaurant um i should ask you what kind of dog uh, was mr digby oh yeah he was an old english sheep dog so this big fluffy white and gray dog just looked always happy um and so when we were trying to think of names he just kind of popped into my head as like a perfect embodiment of what we're trying to do here just a neighborhood spot everybody knows everybody feels comfortable at um and people in this neighborhood love dogs, so yeah. we, we, we oh, kind of leaned into that. Noe Valley, our four-legged friends, they matter here mm-hmm. in this corner of the city. How many people, Kristen, come in asking for Mr. Digby? Who is he? Where is he? Happens often, and luckily we have a couple photos of him around, and our logo is based off of him, so it's, it's great. And when people see that he's actually a real was a real living yeah. person there was so well excited. my favorite dog in the world old english sheep dogs <laughs> although you know Sweetest. be careful because they they really uh, they shed a lot during shed many coats throughout the year we would uh <laughs> every summer we would we would shave him and it would he would look very embarrassed at first um poor poor mr digby i know it was for he was much more comfortable though with a with a nice haircut uh, let's go back in time and talk about growing up and who was cooking. I know, Kristen, your family uh, put a stake in the ground, a culinary mm-hmm. stake, as it were, in the ground here on 24th Street many, many years ago. Old restaurant, family restaurant I used to go to. Tell me about your family history with cuisine here in Noe Valley. Yeah, so my dad and mom had Panos Restaurant, named after my grandfather, Greek restaurant. They had it from 1977 to 1997. Um, My dad opened the restaurant with my papu and they had it for about five years. Then my my mom and dad got married and my mom 
took over and was mm-hmm. the chef. Um, she was totally self-taught, which I thought was super cool. And yeah, they had it for 20 years and so many loyal customers that come to Novi now are, were Panos customers. It's yeah. amazing. Like people in this neighborhood really stay here and put sure. their roots here and oh, are yeah. so proud of being from Novi Valley. And you know, Panos became Pasta Pomodoro, is that correct? Mm-hmm. And then Novi and then now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Mike cooking in your family, who was cooking growing up and what was coming out of the kitchen at home? Uh, yeah, my mom is a great home cook. Uh, I learned how to grill from my dad. Um, we often just, you know, had just real homey meals. Yeah. You know, me and my siblings were a handful for my mom and, huh. and she was often, my dad traveled a lot for work. So she was often, uh, taking care of us solo. Um, the one thing when you, when you asked us a question before we started that I was thinking of when it comes to my parents, we had great meals at home, but they instilled in me and my siblings really early on how important it was to be a good diner. Yeah. yeah. Put your napkin on your lap, know what you want to order and yeah. order it directly from your server. Uh, be polite. Don't be too loud and enjoy the experience of going out. They would take us intentionally to nice places. So we yeah. learned what that was like. Um, and then when they're, you know, then they would take us to Chevy's when they're like, go crazy and be kids and we'll drink margaritas while you're doing that. But when um, it comes to good service and hospitality, you get it, uh, which makes you the perfect couple to open a restaurant. However, when you opened Mr. Digby's or when you acquired the building, it was at the start of the pandemic. Were you a new mom at that time? Take us back to the time. And what was your yeah. vision for the restaurant? We're going back now to the beginning of 2020. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we acquired the building February of 2020, right? Yeah. And then March 16th, it was actually Novi's five-year anniversary shut down. So instead the of whole a, world shut down on that day. Of a, instead of a celebration, we had to close the doors. Um, and then our first child was born April 2020. It was a little bit of a blessing because we had no idea what we were getting into with yeah. a kid. So it gave yeah. us a little time to be in a bubble figuring out parenthood. Um, and delayed this project about a year mm-hmm. um but you know just restaurants are hard enough and throw a pandemic in yeah. why not just for, <laughs> just for good measure just for good measure um so in terms of running the business Kristen, mike how do you separate your, what's your division of responsibility who does what who manages what mike pretty much has been running the show and i'm here to support because uh, you don't still, have enough you don't have enough going on right. you, you still have novi you have two kids come on yeah so i have to figure out how to not completely lose my mind yeah. on a day-to-day basis that. but um help with a lot with project management and you know the hr side of things marketing yeah. um and just kind of more big picture planning yeah. and then mike is on the ground running he's here when i pop in i see mike running around mm-hmm. with a smile and jazz hands <laughs> at, all, at all times Always. Friends, if you just joined us, uh, Leah Maitland, KCBS Foodie Chap at Mr. Digby's on 24th Street, San Francisco, California. Let's talk about the menu here, Mr. Digby's. Guys, everything on this menu I love, I'm not just saying it, it came in for brunch recently, is comfort food. Uh, or a lot of the things on the menu, I mean, at least me personally, they take me home. I mean, your chicken pot pie is a hug of love. Uh, talk us through the menu and what do you hope the menu says to your diners yeah absolutely you know when we were thinking about you know the idea for what mr digby's ended up being came before we even really thought about opening a opening another place um 
we just noticed our neighborhood just was missing that neighborhood spot that had classic comfort food, good drinks, where you could go a few times a week. You know, every other neighborhood in the city seems to have a place like that, and we're missing it. Um, and so when it came to building the menu, our opening chef, Mike Ocampo, one of our good friends, uh, he really leaned into like nostalgic Americana 50s and 60s dishes to kind of give it that nostalgic feel. Um, and so things just like, yeah, Popeye, meat, meatloaf, you know, we always knew we were going to have, we want to have a really good burger here. Um, you know, French onion soup and tartare. Things that are classic and approachable, which is done with really high quality ingredients and executed really well. And then, you know, Mike and left to pursue some other opportunities. Uh, we still credit him a great deal with, with what he brought to the menu. And our current chef, Kirsten Goldberg, uh, has really taken what we started and made it fresher and lighter and more produce driven. Uh, we've always wanted to be seasonal and, and local with our ingredients. Um, it just, we found that maybe we got a little too overzealous with <laughs> covering them with cheese or putting gravy on top of them. So now with Kirsten, the focus is on finding the best, the best, uh, best quality product, highlighting it simply, um, and classically. And we just think it's the kind of thing you want to eat just a few times a week you come yeah. in and you can try a different thing off the menu um that is gonna either remind you of something that your parents cook for you or a place when you lived in another part of the country or in, or in your case the world yeah. uh, that reminds you of that experience you had well i gotta go to the fish and chips right i mean local rock card tartar sauce uh, i mean my word that's the thing that popped out to me first and foremost what's special about your fish and chips well, it was an item that was probably the most requested by our guests when we were open to bring it on. And fish and chips, not to get too technical here, but... No, no, please, please do. Please do. The, the, the technique for making it, it's not just, you know, dipping it in batter and frying it. It, it is that, but the way, the, the way you mix the batter, the temperature that you keep your batter, the temperature that you fry the oil, the way that you let it drain, the way that you plate it, the way that it looks when it's coming out of the fryer is takes a lot of skill yeah. um, and people can really mess it up. I was fortunate enough to work previously at Mission Rock Resort. One, I would say we're not going to get into comparisons here, but I'll just let the, I'll give them the fish and chips crown at the moment. Yeah, I welcome uh, I welcome our friends over there to come in and give ours a try. Um, but I was able to see what a good good plate of fish and chip look like you sure. want it to be crispy and glassy oh, yeah. batter you want it to crack when you when you snap it, That's it. and you want it to be light and an airy inside um crack snap crunch exactly <laughs> exactly took you there didn't i yeah Kristen, the menu for you what do you love most uh on the menu what are the things that are your go-to's on the menu I'm sure you love it all, but I, do you have some favorites? I've always been someone who loves to just do a bunch of the starters. So, yeah. you know, I love to try a little bit of everything. Um, salads, I really love our tartare. Our wedge is a classic French onion soup. So I've always been a big 
can we get as many dishes as possible and I'll share them and taste everything. I'm with you. I love the shared yeah. opportunity. Uh, just order it all with a bunch of friends. Exactly. Um, I have to talk about the burger. Every restaurant, you know, has to have a good burger, especially in a neighborhood like Noe Valley. The Digby Burger, what's it all about, Mike? Uh, this is the third iteration that we have done, um, and I think it really highlights Chef Kirsten's approach to both her cooking and our menu right now, is let the ingredients speak for themselves, make everything you can possible from scratch. Um, so, yeah, we get really high-quality beef. We're using chuck. Uh, we grind in-house, so we have you know the right size that we want. Um, and then, yeah, we make a great aioli, some simple pickled onions, some arugula. You can add cheese and bacon and avocado to it. What I'm also really excited about that Chef Kirsten put tons of time into was our veggie burger. Probably mm. our second highest really requested yeah. product um, dish from our guests. And it was really important to me and to us as a restaurant to not just like buy Impossible Burger yeah. or buy another kind of you know bean patty or something like that those those products are fine but we wanted to do something that was unique to us and really delivered on flavor for both like for me i'll get a veg i'll get our veggie burger and put bacon on it and <laughs> and it's great um so get a high, not, get a high five yeah, yeah. <laughs> right just because i think it's so delicious yeah. it's kind of like i think we like to describe it as like a, a french flavored falafel sure that's not yeah. too much of a mouthful, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, we use chana dal, lots of radishes and onions and herbs go inside of it, and so it's both light but crispy, um, and it just complements the set really well. Um, and again, you don't have to be a vegetarian to enjoy a veggie burger. You do not. And I've, I love it when you go actually to a vegetarian restaurant or enjoy veggie options, and you haven't missed the meat. Right. You know, job well done. Because good food is good food, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when the ingredients are sourced locally uh, and you let them sing. Less is more sometimes, right? Um, it would be naughty to not talk about the sweet ending. Dessert, are the two of you, Mike and Chris, and who's the dessert person? Uh, you both, when you go out, I mean, do you both dessert I mean, people? He will never eat dessert or sweets at home. We always make fun of him. Even appetizers, he'll take like one bite of a snack and he's like, I'm good. I'm like, what is wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> But yeah, Mike, when we go out what's the matter with you, Mike? When we go out to dine, no matter how full we are, Mike is always like, oh, we need to see the dessert menu. Good. So yeah. I'll let him chime in on his so, favorite. So dessert, uh, oh my gosh, cornucopia of delights right here. Uh, I know my favorite. What's yours? Uh, and what, and, but let me ask you this first. What is the sweet ending all about? How important is dessert as part of the story here? Well, I think it's important the reason why i like to order restaurants when we go out to eat or order restaurants order desserts when we go out to restaurants is because i just think that just as much as any other part of the experience it adds it shows what that restaurant is about it shows the skills of the cooks that they have and and what they're able to do and i always at least want to look at a dessert menu to see what jumps out to me and that's kind of the same thing here i mean it's structured a little bit like we have one that's more fruit one that's more chocolate one that's going to be a little bit less on the sweet side so we can kind of hit every every guest's preference with what they want Mm -hmm. my favorite dessert right now just because again i think it is shows chef kirsten's 
cuisine and her skill is the panna cotta, which is something that is wrong so often. Yeah. And mm-hmm. right now we're doing it with just well, for as long as we can get some good stone fruit, we're gonna we're gonna use it up until it's over, which we probably may have a few more days left of. But uh, it's coming with plums, but we'll probably change over to you know stewed apples or yeah. another uh, great seasonal fruit. And this was on the brunch fruit. menu recently, right? Yeah, yeah. I so had it, loved it. I love a good panna. Panna cotta. Yeah, when I am when I see somebody orders a panna cotta and I see our cooks put it up and it comes to the pass and I pick it up and if and I see the jiggle, <laughs> it makes me happy every time because there's so often when you get one and it's like rock solid and you got to have the jiggle. You want the jiggle. Got to have the jiggle. <laughs> For those uh, joining us, we are talking about the jiggle of a panna cotta. If it doesn't wobble and jiggle a little bit. Because you got to jiggle with it, right? You want to do that. Uh, where's this conversation going? I don't know. Maybe to cocktails. Uh, we'll talk, friends, about <laughs> the weekend brunch, some special things in a moment. But let's talk cocktails. Uh, you are one of the few restaurants in Noe Valley where you can go and you can have a knockout meal, uh, but also knockout cocktails. What's the cocktail program and the wine program all about here? Yeah, you know, we Similar to the food menu, it kind of started with our idea of what Mr. Digby's would be, which is just like a classic neighborhood spot, like executing those classics really well. And then the people that we were able, lucky enough to, to bring in, um, kind of dictated where we went from there. And our bar, bar manager, Justin Mitchell, um, is the heart and soul of the bar program. And he's extremely creative. He has taken us from just like a a neighborhood spot doing classic cocktails to a true kind of craft cocktail bar. He likes his ethos is anything that he can make that is better than something you can buy. He's going to make it himself. And it reflects in the cocktails that, that we have on our list. And another thing that as people who have been in the restaurant industry for a while, who have worked in multiple different areas and had different jobs before being in the position we are today he encourages everybody to contribute to the menu, to try their own recipes. Yeah. And so the cocktails right right now, again, we want it to be seasonal where appropriate. We want it to um, let the the product shine, the spirit shine, if it's a, if it's a brand that we're really excited about. Um, and that comes from Justin and his, his skill and his passion. Um, I don't see Mezcal on menus, cocktail menus, often enough. Uh, I love Mezcal. Acquired taste for some. Um, of all the Mezcal cocktails, you have a few here. Uh, what's your favorite? Well, you know, let me tell you this. I didn't even know uh, what Mezcal was. And I got invited five years ago on a trip uh, to Oaxaca and uh, took a trip deep into the mountains. There's all the, you know, all the farms, the produce, and then uh, the agave fields. There was another hill with stuff going on over the hill, but we didn't go there. We stopped in the agave uh, fields, and I got to spend two days with mescaleros and watch them make mezcal off the grid. Literally, no electricity, you know, a donkey pulling uh, and crushing uh, the agave then into the uh, fermentation uh, barrel and then the still. I mean, craftsmanship, they've been doing it the same way for more than 100 years. So I have respect. When I have a mezcal drink, there's big respect knowing what it takes to make it. You know. Absolutely. And it's 
one of our favorite spirits here. Um, and yeah, we have it's reflected on our signature cocktails in many different places. We have two that are some of my favorites right now. One of our most popular, Snake Eyes, which is like a spicy mezcal, pineapple, margarita. Um, And the Dimelo also is one that is pretty popular um, and really just like really interesting. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about our Garden Gimlet, which is our most popular. Yeah. Um, And so we were kind of thinking, and it's essentially just boozy spa water. And so we were trying to think of... (laughs) Boozy spa water. Yeah. Yeah. We were trying to think of what are other like health-based drinks that we can just add <laughs> add alcohol to <laughs> and so this one the Dimelo has uh fresh uh pressed orange bell pepper juice and turmeric are kind of the oh, key nice. highlights there and you would think it's it is a bit of a out there set of ingredients but they really come together and it's quickly become one of our more popular cocktails here and just what the doctor ordered exactly i mean it's it's got turmeric in it it's healthy um kristen are you into the cocktails you have a favorite my favorite is the snake eyes and margarita tita I mean, Margaritaville, right? <laughs> I've been a margarita gal for yeah. for years, but I love, yeah, if I can do a mezcal margarita, that's, that's my top choice. Um, you have an uh, incredible wine program here, too, guys, uh, from bubbles uh, to whites, rosé, reds. Uh, how important is the wine as part of the journey here at Mr. Digby's? I think having a wine program at a restaurant like this is extremely important, whether it's, you know, just having a quick glass or pairing it with the food menu or you know sharing bottles with the large table we wanted to make sure that the list provided a few things one that you weren't going to be able to find them at your local grocery store that they were going to be things that you know were exclusive to restaurants and and producers and and wineries that were really exciting and then Again, we wanted to be able to offer it at a Noe Valley neighborhood price point. Yeah. You know, I know that we go out to places and you'll see 20 plus dollar wines by the glass. And I mean, I'm sure that's the reality of certain bottles or the reality of the restaurant industry. But we wanted to find wines that we were both really passionate about and thought were delicious and paired with the food on the menu that you also could come in and, you know, get an 11 or $12 glass and have it be something that you'd want to come back for or search out for. Well, a couple of my favorites, Copain, the Chardonnay from Sonoma, uh, and also from Sonoma County, Scribe. Uh, they do a great job. So, and love the price point. You've got to love that too. You know? Yeah, Noe Valley loves their value here. I mean, <laughs> we've learned that at Novi, and you come in, you want to get great ambiance service and feel like there's value in the whole package and uh, we put a lot of time into tasting tons of wines and finding unique wines that we could offer at this price point and we're really happy with how the list has come and i know that you guys you love your job and your work so much it's important for you to have great local brews but you went to oktoberfest recently uh all the way to germany just to sample some good brews just to make sure (laughs) that you're serving the best beer here at noe at at digby's mr digby's here in noe valley um that that is commitment Kristen and mike yes can can we talk about oktoberfest yeah do you have a good time yeah, when you have enough steins, all the beer tastes the same. So it's delicious. We'll, we'll leave the conversation there. Uh, okay, in two words, Oktoberfest, how was it for you? Oh, boy. Oh, well, more than two words. <laughs> <laughs> 
So good. Do yeah. you remember? That's the question, Mike. Do you remember? We are now. We have, like we said, it was our first trip away from our our two girls, um, and our first trip out of the country since 2019. Mm-hmm. And this trip had been planned for a while, and we're a little bit older than <laughs> we were when we planned it. And let's just say. We didn't last long. Yeah. <laughs> you mean you're not kids anymore? You're we much younger not. than me. You guys are fine. Um, I'm joking. I, I, uh, you deserved your trip, and I'm glad you guys had a great time. I do want to talk about the local brews, uh, and you have a number uh, of local brews celebrating the local brewers here at Mr. Digby's. I mean, there are so many. Um, we are pretty lucky that we have such a, an array of, of options to choose from. I always wanted... We're not a huge beer drinking place. Yeah. You know, we're lucky that we have great bars in the neighborhood that have lots of beers. Yeah. And, you know, if you, want a, if you want a big variety and a big beer program, Valley Tavern's the spot for you. Yeah. I know that I am there when <laughs> I... Is he promoting another establishment? Of course I right am. Right here within your own, Mike? <laughs> I, I, of course I'm supporting all the restaurants in Noe Valley. And, and the more that are coming fast and furious, we were super excited about it. Um, but anyway, yeah, local beer hitting on the, you know, the classic styles. Um, yeah. Again, just making sure if you are a beer drinker and you like drinking Pilsners, you're going to get a local Pilsner that is going to, you know, hit the spot. And we've got uh, Laughing Monk on the menu currently, um, and they're they're an awesome, awesome company. Make a ton of great beers, and their Pilsner is, yeah, is one of them. So, friends, uh, come all, come one, come all. Great brews, cocktails, and knockout cuisine here at Mr. Digby's. Uh, if you want to come and enjoy Mr. Digby's for the weekend, they do an incredible brunch. I can speak to it myself. I was in recently. Uh, a party on the palate. Every single dish uh, hit the spot. Uh, tell us about the brunch experience. Uh, weekend, Saturday and Sunday. What's the brunch experience all about? I mean, we're lucky to be on a great sunny corner. We... It always, sun always shines on this corner, 24th and church in Noe Valley. Until Twin Peaks seems to want to open up and let all the fog (laughs) down the hill right through our front door, but that's why we have a curtain now. Um, (laughs) um, We're also, again, shout out to the hardworking people at Shared Spaces for, um, I know that they are, having spoken to many of them recently, they are under a huge amount of pressure and strain trying to get all of these new all the parklet permits approved we are fortunate enough to be nearing the end of that process ourselves um we've put a ton of work into it and those guys and the city giving us an opportunity to keep them makes it so you can have a really awesome outdoor brunch on a sunny day um and yeah you know the brunch menu kind of reflects the the dinner menu and having things that are drop a couple food. of names gives a couple of yeah, other dishes. You know, chicken and waffles is our is our most popular yeah. item um the burger and the veggie burger are on the menu as yep. well for egg dishes um we do have some changes coming soon due to some seasonal products but yeah. um the chicken and waffles that's what i had oh, oh my word I thought this is a little naughty, you know, for <laughs> for a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon, I think it was. But yeah, the chicken and waffles again, like crunchy outside, soft and tender, juicy on the inside. 
uh, the waffles, the whole combo. See, I recommend if you're coming in with a group of your friends, get the chicken waffles for Mr. Middle. Mr. Middle's always hungry, and you can all have a, everyone can have a little bit, and then you can enjoy another item instead of. Yeah. I just don't. When I, if I try to eat the whole thing, it's it's nap time you for need me. A yeah. 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 I may have taken a piece of chicken or two home. Yeah. Uh, it was a, it was a, it was a lot, a lot of food. Nothing wrong with that. Now, your brunch, not just about the food and the cocktails. Uh, I'm sure the mimosas are flowing as well. I know they are. Um, but also you are doing a special drag brunch. You have a drag star who's your MC. Tell us about, uh, I think the ice just arrived. <laughs> Tell us about uh, the drag brunch and what's, what's it all about? Uh, our bar manager, Justin Mitchell, really um, kicked off the event. This is our fourth one coming up, um, which is something he was really passionate about, and we were excited just to roll with it and do something different in the neighborhood, and people loved it. The, the response has been so great, um, brings people out from you know all the neighboring areas, food, music, dance, everyone cheering. I mean, one time I had to stay home with one of the sick kids. I could hear the cheering from our house. <laughs> It's and you have, a, you have a DJ too, right? DJ, yep, no. the whole works. No. Uh, Mike, drag brunch. Um, what's your favorite wig to wear when you dress up for the drag brunch? <laughs> uh, I typically do not participate. I leave that job up to the professionals. <laughs> D- didn't even blush, Kristen. Didn't even blush. Uh, another thing you've got coming up very soon, Halloween, the doggy costume contest around Halloween. People can bring their dogs, dress them up, because as we know in Nui Valley, people love their dogs. Tell me about the Halloween doggy costume contest, or what's it all about? Yeah, so we've just been trying to focus in on events this year, have that, you know, be something that helps us stand out in the neighborhood. And, you know, Mr. Digby's is named after a dog, and we know how everyone loves their dogs in this neighborhood. And, you know, now that we're kind of post-pandemic, people are out. They love events. We're trying to focus on experiences and what is more fun than dressing up your dogs and parading them around. We have a caricature artist coming. You can get your own little portrait made. Um, partner with a couple of local dog companies for... And you have a dog... We have a dog hospital now in Noe Valley as well, just down the road. Yep. Noe Valley Pet Hospital opened just a few months ago. Yeah. And then the Noe Valley Pet Company down on Church Street... So trying to just support local businesses and... Uh, do, you, do you guys have a dog? Uh, not yet. The three-and-a-half-year-old, one-year-old, and three-year-old restaurant yeah. is proving to be enough for us at the moment. So no, no dog from your household entering the costume contest this year? No. My sister is bringing her two dogs. We have family. We have the two little dogs of my sister. Two the, big... the dogs always listen to the podcast. Yeah. Give them a name check. Come on! Exactly. Well, we have Mac, Ducky. Mac, Mac and Ducky will be coming, and then Hank and Bunker. My cousins, two brother, the golden, golden retrievers. retrievers. Hank and Bunker. <laughs> this may be the first time I've yeah. had doggy talk on the Foodie <laughs> Chat, but I, but I absolutely love it, guys. It's such a joy uh, hanging out with you and spending time with you both. Um, thanks for bringing your love and passion to Noe Valley through the restaurant here, Mister Digby's. And Mister Digby, do you know? Your name lives on in the cocktails and the food and the signage. He's going to be rolling in his grave in a happy way. He's a good boy. Good boy. Good boy. Good boy. Final word with you both. For those who have never been to Mr. Digby's, 24th and Church, Mike first. No, Kristen first. Why should they come? (laughs) Why should they come? Because it's somewhere you can get great service, great cocktails, great food at a great value, and... 
make experiences. I think that's what it's all about, memories. And, you know, we want everyone to know your name here and be that local spot. And we're just going to keep working at it until we have it all done. You guys are doing it. Mike, last word. Uh, thank you again. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And we're so glad that you that you come in and dine with us. Um, we're just we're just really uh, proud of and feel so blessed to have the staff that we have um, from I mentioned Mike our opening chef and now Kirsten Justin who's been with us from the beginning our amazing kitchen manager Angel Becerra um, we are where we are because of these people and the many other people that have been with us for so long and we're incredibly grateful to them and all of their hard work and um, we're really excited for what we've done, but we're still working hard and really, really excited for where we're going. And, um, yeah, we hope that you guys all come and see what we got down here. Kristen and Mike McCaffrey behind Mr. Digby's. Mr. Digby is proud. I'm sure he is. Friends, do yourself a favor. Come and enjoy uh, dinner, weekend brunch. I do love, and I've got to mention this, they have a weeknight prefix. Uh, Tuesday to Thursday changes, I'm sure. This week alone... For 30 bucks, you get your Wagyu beef tartare, Wagyu beef, your fries, and you get a martini as well. Uh, the weekend brunch, look out for the special events, the drag brunch coming up, the Halloween costume doggy contest. I'm going to have to get myself a dog so I can participate. Uh, friends, uh, more on the Mr. Digby story at kcbsradio.com and click on Foodie Champ. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.